0: Something New Every Day. I am Joan Boyko, Coordinator of Communications and Community Outreach for the Palm Springs Unified School District. We are proud to present a new podcast each week that focuses on the people, programs, projects, and activities here in the district. This show is produced by my dedicated student interns in the Digital Arts Technology Academy, also known as DATA, at Cathedral City High School under the direction of Mr. Bryce Johnson, Our interns are Danica Palmersheim, Raymond Ruiz, and Cynthia Alburez. They are doing a stellar job. Never have to ask them for anything. They're just on it, and I'm so grateful. And today on the show, I am very pleased to welcome back my monthly co-host, Palm Springs Unified's coordinator (laughs) of visual and performing arts, Barbara Englund. Welcome back, my friend.
1: Thank you, my friend. It's always a joy to be here.
0: Great to have you, and she yep. has brought with her, uh, repeat offender, <laughs> uh, no. we're, we're happy to have you back, Emily. Palm Springs Unified School District's Artist-in-Residence, Emily Culhan, and uh, she was with us uh, last December, so here we are at the end of January, brought you back for an update, and you're doing more than you were even doing a year or so right. ago, so welcome back, Emily. Thank you. So Barbara, how's it going?
1: It's just one big wonderful blur.
0: Yeah. So it's it's, uh, it's it's so good to to be back to you know almost normal. Yes, but yes. you now I think normal has changed forever. Yes. Um. But we have been able to bring back a lot of what was great before that uh, COVID forced us into. Yes a different situation. And now we're back to in-person activities for the most part.
1: And everyone's but so grateful and so thankful. Yes. It just feels so good. Like, oh, thank you. You know, like they really appreciate what's. Um, Absolutely. What's
0: and, and at the same time, we've also learned that, you know, in the virtual platform, we can do a lot of things that we didn't realize were possible and are even better. So we're able to combine the wonderful technology with the in-person experiences and kind of, you know, go from there. So there's a silver lining there and we found it, I think. So onward and upward and um, toward the end of the show, we'll ask you about some things coming up second semester. Uh And in the meanwhile, tell us about our guest.
1: Well, Emily is um, an artist in resident extraordinaire. She's doing um, joy of art, Um, I'm sorry, um, art and literature, my mistake, (laughs) Um, art and literature in our um, first and fifth grade um, elementary schools, which is a wonderful um, program where she reads a multicultural um, children's book to the class. And the book represents some um, culture um, that are in our schools so the kids get to see themselves in literature and then does an art project based on that book and why I wanted Emily to come back is now she's with Piper Scott doing star strength through art and relationships with our girls of promise in all six of our middle schools and they are a dynamic duo for our girls because I'd say they're they're so different in their approaches, which is perfect so that every girl that they're working with has someone to, they model for. And so they're a hilarious, great team. And um, so, yeah, it's always fun to talk with Emily.
0: Awesome. Well, Emily, first, um, tell us about your background. How long have you been in the Coachella Valley? And tell us about your art background.
2: Well, sure. So I moved here, it's going to be 16 years ago in March, Um, I'm from upstate New York, not New York City. I'm near the Canadian border. Um, And I moved here, like I said, March 16 years ago, and I was working at the Palm Springs Art Museum. So my background is I have my degree in museum education and arts education, um, and have been working with um, students of all ages from preschool through high school, looking at really how art can kind of impact their lives and, and the experience of looking at art, of making art, of experiencing art, and how it just can kind of open some different doors, um, whether or not the student thinks of themselves as an artist. And that's the part that I always enjoy, is that creative exploration that can
0: take place. Very, very cool. So um, we're, we're in upstate New York. I am a New Yorker. Okay. i'm, I'm a real new yorker you're a real new yorker <laughs> <laughs> i kid people all the time about when they say they're from new york and then they tell me they're like from buffalo or syracuse i'm like oh no that's really not new york but well that's okay.
2: why i always tell people i'm from canada more than i'm from new york although of course upstate new yorkers and downstate you know it's like northern and southern california uh-huh. i'm from rochester and went to graduate school in syracuse <laughs>
0: And are you so, so happy not to be dealing with the cold and ice anymore?
2: You know, I never minded the snow. It's one of those things where, you know, God bless being 27 years old, right? When I moved from New York to Southern California, I just kind of didn't have a clue what I was in for. So I went from 20 below zero to 120. (laughs) And which one's worse?
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, that's true. But me experiencing both and, of course, not as... um, tough as the winters upstate New York but bad enough I <laughs> am not sorry to not be living in that anymore yeah we t- took the kids up to the mountains and so they they could experience that and uh and they enjoyed it but they they, they were good too they're like <laughs> yeah you know it's probably better not to have to live in this all the time but anyway, my kids
2: are born here so they even the weather today they're like it's really cold i don't know if i can handle this
0: <laughs> yes and and your blood thins out really yes. fast it's it's, funny. Uh-huh. it's so funny you can definitely tell the tourists around here Yes, yes. This is us. as soon as it gets like under 65, we have our sweaters and our boots on and <laughs> and the people who are coming from the cold climates are sitting by the pool in their cookies. Oh, yeah. It's really 65 absolutely. Joan
1: at 70.
0: Yeah, true. <laughs> it's really it's 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 really interesting to see that every year you know I just marvel at it because it's like you know but I'm right with them you know I'm happy when I get to break out the sweater at like you're right Barbara like under like seventy. yeah anyway that was a digression but we have time that's okay so Emily um the arts and literature program actually started last school year right and and It, it was it did and it was more of a pilot, right? Like you weren't at as many schools as you are now. So are you at all of our schools now?
2: I believe that's the goal is to be at every elementary school and hopefully for more than one visit this year. Um, so for this first round, it's been really exciting. It's been nice to go back to the schools I was at last year. The Teachers really remember the project. They remember how excited their students were about it. And actually, Barbara, I meant to email this to you. One of the teachers at the school I was at last week was telling me that she was so um, inspired by seeing oh. her respond to art that she actually went out and bought oh. watercolor paper and watercolor pencils to try and be able to do other art projects with her students. Oh. She really saw something in it that happened with them in the process of creating.
0: Love it. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Well, that, that's so a famous. true that's a true testament to a success, right? I mean, if if the classroom teacher is able to, in in just one session, see the value and how it's impacting her students so positively, then, um, and I just said her, and I don't know if you did. It was a her, and it
2: was really nice. And I was actually thinking one of the things that was nice is she was asking me, and I've had several teachers do this, Um, asked me for the names of the materials and I was actually thinking something we could send out to the teachers for those who are interested Um, and I think part of it is it just gives a different opportunity for for students to shine in the classroom in a way that's really um, wonderful so this year for the first graders I'm reading a book called Change Things and it's written by the poet Amanda Gorman and we're talking all about how do kids help Make the world a better place? How do they change the world? How can they work together to help each other and other people? And the kids are really responding well to the story. And then we're making like a, it's based on a, a like a mural, like a painting that's on the wall and they're creating their own. And so then they have, again, I really like that process where we're making a similar work of art, but everybody's is different. Yep. Yep. The colors are different. The shapes are different. The lines are different. They're really able to, um, express themselves and how they feel about it. Um, And it's always interesting with the teachers where I'm like, they can make it the way they want. We're not making the exact same thing. Like it's okay if they don't follow my directions exactly. But so
1: many of us have like post-traumatic stress syndrome from when we were in school and our art (laughs) had to look exactly like the model and I couldn't do it and so many of us can't. So it's so nice that all of our artists and residents don't expect that and they do projects that allow for individuality.
0: Yes. That's so great. And then what are you doing with fifth graders?
2: So I found a really great book this year. It's been really exciting. It is Radiant Child, the story of the young artist Jean-Michel Basquiat, and it's written and illustrated by Javaka Steptoe. Um, So we talk a little bit about it's it's Basquiat's life story and how he came to be an artist, um, the challenges he faced in his life. And then I really spent a lot of the time with the kids talking about symbolism, how different things can represent something else, and that when we're looking at works of art, it's not just the object that you see, it's what the artist intends with it. And then using Basquiat's um, most prominent symbol, that crown that he does, and so they're using that crown and then filling it with symbols that are meaningful for them and then learning watercolor painting techniques. So we were able to really get lovely watercolor sets. So talking about how it's transparent, you can see through it, you can layer the colors, the different ways to use the paintbrush. And again, trying to make the connection Basquiat's a nice one and in the story, it says it too. It's not neat, it's not in the lines, it's not perfect. And trying to reinforce that to them that it's about that process rather than the perfect finished product.
0: That's great, and so um, the uh, does is a new round launched second the second half of the year, or are you you still gonna be uh, so
1: around November, we're like through six out of sixteen schools.
0: okay. so um, so you'll be continuing this during the at least the beginning part of the new day. beginning part of the the second semester. With, um, with the schools that you haven't visited yet. Yes, and, and then, then we have
2: a new set of books and new art projects for each grade. So trying to, again, kind of look at um, uh, positive representation in terms of like the stories, the children in the stories, all are diverse, um, and coming together in just a really positive way. And so um, we have some projects ready for round two, when we're able to schedule those that um, kind of continue that and, and looking at different ways of seeing ourselves in stories and seeing each other in stories.
0: Excellent. Um, Barbara, and yes. Emily touched on this with the feedback from the teacher that asked for the materials so she could do some some more work with her students in, in the art realm. But what, what have you heard, Barbara, from students and parents? You're at, I think you're at every single one of these,
1: yes.
0: which uh, <laughs> is very <laughs> impressive because I know how busy you are, but I'm grateful because I'm able to post on social media <laughs> and let everybody know what's going on. And Barbara's right from the class, she's sending me photos and uh, little synopsis. So what have you heard, Barbara?
1: Oh my gosh. As soon as I walk in and I enter, if it's a new teacher I haven't met yet, you know, cause new teachers or um, if it's one from my, I already know they immediately come up to me and are, thank you so much for providing these. Our students love it. And the, sometimes they have the kids thank me, which is not needed of course. But, um, and just to see, I don't see the kids engaged. Just like Emily said, they are listening, they're trying, they're having fun. And uh, the products that they are, um, create are so unique, just like them. So each one is beautiful. So every classroom I walk into, um, I, I get
0: thank yous. And you know, years ago, I mean, when I was in school a long, <laughs> long time ago, We had a dedicated art teacher. Yeah, Uh, You know, that was one of the prep periods for teachers. And and I know at some point we probably had that in this district too. I don't know if we've had it since I've been here. It's been a long, long time.
1: This is my third Um, third year.
0: And so, you know, right. So you've been here longer than me. And so um, it's been a long time since um, our kids, well, ever maybe here i mean <laughs> um have that that experience as a a regular part of their their classroom experience and
1: i was talking all, elementary because of course middle school and high school have art teachers but yes
0: it, go ahead emily
2: well no, i was gonna say when i tell the kids i'm coming back they're so excited they're like tomorrow i'm like no no yes. and like a month or two they're like that long yeah but, but you know
0: like think about how many kids, and you don't even, you certainly don't know it yet, none of us do, how mm-hmm. you, you're you inspiring them. You know, mm-hmm. not every kid, I mean, you know, not every kid is a budding artist, but there are a lot of them that don't know that they are, and they don't know that this is something that they may be interested in in pursuing in the future, and that how it's a, such a wonderful way for them to express their feelings. Yes
2: not a budding artist i think all children are creative and so i think giving that permission to be creative is really valuable and important and and to have a process that again isn't really focused on getting to a certain end and i always like to do that and have them kind of hold it up at the end and be like look how different these are and i'm so impressed with how we've made the same thing together and everybody's is uniquely yours and so I think there's that value in that too and that um, even if not every child is an artist every child had that that creative spark and that desire to express themselves that I think art really gives them permission for that
1: and like you uh, touched on this Emily is that we're exposing them to different kinds of materials so Um, one is a watercolor crayon that you color Mm -hmm. and then you put water on and it looks like watercolor and then emily said like a nice set of watercolor paint you know different than the little ones that you get in kindergarten these are really nice ones and different kinds of paper that you Mm -hmm. use and so it's really exposing them to these different mediums of art and one
2: of the things I was going to say, too, that I have found, I think, in terms of that, how, how are the lessons and impact, is I come back to the classrooms again and had teachers from last year, they remember the project from last year. Mm-hmm. I haven't a classroom in a year, and I was only there for one hour, and they can remember the story and the project that we did, and they wow. can remember how their students responded to it, and I think that that shows the impact that it's having for the teachers as well.
1: And we leave the book for the teacher too. Emily leaves the mm-hmm. book so that they start to build a multicultural, multiracial library um, of books that represent their students.
0: That's so great. So we also um, talked about in the <clears throat> excuse me in the intro that you're also involved this year with the STAR program. <laughs> Barbara, is this the second or third year of STAR?
1: Second year of STAR. Second
0: year. So just uh, before we talk to Emily about what that looks like for her, Mm -hmm. give us an overview of the STAR program. Okay.
1: So they will go once a week into a middle school and they will have 26th grade girls come to them and do a project. And then 50 minutes later, an hour later, they'll have the 7th grade girls, 20 girls come and then 8th grade. And they'll keep those same girls for four rounds for four different times. And they'll do that at each of our six um, middle schools. And each time they go back is a different um, project with them. And it's, um, they all sit at one table usually. And so it's a chance for the girls to talk. So maybe they haven't been with um, these girls before in this kind of situation to get to know other girls. And for them, to talk to Emily and to Piper um, and mentoring through art. You know, the, uh, Emily and Piper aren't their moms, they're not their sisters, they're not a teacher or a counselor. And so sometimes you open up to someone that you, you know, in this kind of casual, you know, um, atmosphere through art. And, and how are the girls selected for the program? The, the schools select them and they're um, girls of promise. So girls that need some extra mentoring time or time, um, maybe because of grades or their um, attendance or behavior. And so some extra positive reinforcement.
0: So have you seen, I know it's, you know, it's, it's, it's only been a little over a year, but have you seen or have you heard from uh, teachers or counselors that it's having a positive impact on the girls?
1: Exactly, especially the girls who have been, you know, this is their second year with it. Um, I can personally see it when I'm watching, you know, like the calmness of them and there's more self-control and um, the responding, like, okay, they came back and Mm -hmm. they respond to the artist again. So that consistency has really helped um, the girls that have been in the program for two years.
0: That's great and Emily you work um, you work in tandem with Piper or are you guys divide and conquer you work together.
2: So we kind of divide and conquer a little bit with the lessons that we're offering but we co-teach when we are in the session together. Um, and it's really nice because I think as Barbara was saying we both bring a very different perspective and a different energy and a different method of interacting. And then I think too, as we're kind of moving around and talking with the girls, we we connected with them differently. And I also think it really models the way that two different people can also, I mean, really enjoy and respect and work well together. Um, Our first project that we did for the first round was we made these um, like Mardi Gras masks where the kids designed them. We had these blank masks and they were able to put, create whatever design they wanted. They are beautiful they're so cool. And so, but you know, Piper and I each made our own and they couldn't be (laughs) different from each other. And that's really how we begin the session is here's hers and here's mine. And we talk about how a mask is meant to hide your face, but it also reveals something about you. And so, and then look at what does Piper's mask reveal about her and what does mine reveal about me and how we can take that same project and it can look so different and that they respond differently to it, right? Like the girls who respond over here and really like this set of creating a mask or, or over here in this set. And um, it just really creates, I think, a nice flow um, for the girls. And, and Piper and I really enjoy working together. She's a fabulous teaching artist. We have a good time with the girls too. Yeah. I did want to say, you can see the girls who are coming back, the seventh and eighth graders this year. They walk in and remember her and they're happy to see her again and to be there again. The same thing when we tell them that they're going to come back three more times, we're going to see them again in a couple of months. The girls get really excited um, about that chance to come in and create again with us.
0: That's so great. And um what a what a fabulous program. It
2: is. Barbara's done an amazing job. I feel very lucky to be oh. able to part of it. Um, I feel very fortunate. I love kids of all ages. I taught teens at the art museum for nine years. So I'm so excited to be back in middle school because I love working with teenagers. I find them to be so interesting as they're becoming the people they're going to be. But I also really love working with little kids. So I feel fortunate that I'm able to get to get all of it at once.
0: <laughs> going back to arts and literature for a minute. That is that that's for all all the kids right boys too that's Mm -hmm. going to a classroom so is there a different a different vibe or different feeling with the boys than the girls or do they all take to the arts and literature project for the most part
2: you know i think what's been really nice the first graders are always excited so first grade boys and girls are equally like really excited. There's just so much enthusiasm in that age group. Um, I think what's been really nice this time with the fifth grade book is that Basquiat, it's a story of him as a boy. And so I do there's something nice about them being able to connect to that story. Um, I think it's also really helpful and that all of the fifth grade teachers have been so excited to have the project um, and, and to really help them connect to being able to make it, which helps a great deal. Um, So I think it was really beneficial in the story. And actually the book I have for the second round when we get to it is um, Juan Felipe Herrera, the first um, Latino poet laureate wrote a children's book. And so we're gonna have another um, Latino boy instead of an African-American boy, who's going to be sort of the center of the story, um, which I do think helps the boys connect in a different way.
0: Absolutely, that's great. great. Star.
1: Ahead, Barbara. Oh, sorry. Um, going back to Star, um, I was just going to say, I'm really excited about one. Um, I don't know if it's the next one or the third one. Um, we've been noticing that the girls really are like when they can draw on their own, do anime. And so they're going to do um, an anime project where the girls, teach them how to draw anime and a little bit of the history of anime. And because um, Emily's really good about art history. And so I'm very excited to see the results of um, the anime project with the girls.
2: And I just want to correct, it was Juan Felipe Pereira, not not Luis. I apologize for that. I want to make sure I had that. Oh, for the, for, um, the, for the poet.
0: That's okay, because I'm sure we're going to have 20 people <laughs> who are going to write in and say you were wrong. Yeah, right.
2: So I apologize <laughs> for that. Um,
0: that's quite all right. <laughs> and, and this is all so very exciting. We're lucky to have you with us Emily as one of our artists in residence and um I, and I hope I people just...
1: are part of your um PSUSD Instagram because then they can see the projects that the kids yes. are doing and the books and um the masks and everything. So um if they're you know follow you aunt Joan or PSUSD on Instagram then they can see all of this.
0: Yes we're at right. uh at PSUSD on Facebook and PSUSD News on Instagram. And um, if you you know you have nothing better to do one day and you look at all of the same project but different um different locations, different groups, it's um it's really it's beautiful. And and it's like you you get to see the creativity because the kids are all expressing themselves in their own way so uh, it's a it's a really fabulous program with both the arts and literature program and the star program so kudos Barbara. Thank
2: you. Yes.
1: One thing. Thank now? you. Barbara. Yes, please. You My, thank you. What I have noticed over the years is that, especially this year as compared to last year, kids used to say I'm not good at art I'm not good at art. I can't do that I can't do that. And I hear that less this year, like they're just going for it and trying and realizing that they are and that it's fun no matter what. And I'm really proud of them for not saying that anymore.
0: That's great, because I still say that, (laughs) 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 but we all can't be good at everything. But for the kids who are dipping their toes into all of these new experiences and embracing it is just um, fabulous. So um, Barbara, in the couple minutes we have left, um, what's coming up in uh, in February, if you have anything you can throw at us?
1: Uh, well, a chorus line is ah. in February um, from MTU, and they'll be at the Helene Galen Performing Arts Center. And uh, we've had, um, they have choreographer who has been in a chorus line come and and give them class on it and so that would be really exciting to come and see a chorus line and then um in the spring don't have the exact date but i will tease because a lot of things go into place but it's the 10th anniversary of mtu so there'll be i know and in beginning of may we are the only west coast besides the omison that got the rights to the prom so we'll have the prom um, at the helen galens for um, mtu that's very exciting that uh, we got that um, the rights to the prom
0: well, um, congratulations
1: yeah that was all david
0: yeah, it's um, David Green, who is our um, founder and artistic director of MTU, who is now also a member of the Palm Springs Unified Staff officially as, what's his title? Is it theater manager?
1: Um, a manager of theater and performing arts.
0: Yes, and, and doing a great job and um, working with all of our performing arts programs, which is awesome. Yes. And um, Emily... We're, again, we're so grateful for everything that you do, and um, looking forward to having you back with an update and probably even more exciting things next time around.
2: Absolutely wonderful! I tell everybody I have the best job. Mm-hmm. I get to come in and
0: for an hour, I come in with paint, and the like, that <laughs> "That's awesome!" Well, we love we like everybody to feel like they have the best job in the district. <laughs> I think I do. Barbara, i know barbara thinks she does too as long as we all feel that way yes that's the best right because yeah. you you spend a lot of time working so yeah. if you love what you do it's not work right and we do it all for
1: exactly. the students i
0: mean that's absolutely nice. well thank you both again thank you all for joining us if you learn something new every day a new podcast is uploaded each week please subscribe subscribe by going to itunes look for you to learn something new press subscribe please tell all your friends to do the same. Thanks for listening. Thanks again, Barbara and Emily. Thanks. Thank you. Raymond and Cynthia. And we will see you next week.